out? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the HomeRecordingMadeEasy.com podcast. I'm your humble host, David Vignola, Uncle Dave. This is season three, episode five. And this week, we're going to talk about the pros and cons of recording in a commercial studio versus recording your music in a home studio. There are pros and cons to both, and that's what we're going to talk about today. So if you're listening to this on Apple Music or Spotify or any other podcast platform, go ahead, give me the five-star review. It really helps. If you're watching on YouTube, give me the thumbs up and leave comments below and let me know what you think about this episode and any other episode ideas you may have. Also, if you stick around to the end of the episode, I'm going to give you something else for free. So now let's talk about the pros and cons of commercial studios and home studios right here on the home recording made easy.com podcast. Well, 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 welcome back to another episode at the home recording made easy.com podcast. As I said, I am your humble host, uncle Dave. This is season three, episode five. This week, we're going to talk about the pros and cons of recording your music in either a home studio or a commercial studio. A lot of people think commercial studios are totally not valid anymore. They're all dead. They're all closing. Everybody's recording at home. That's true. Um, but there are still some pros to going to a commercial studio. We're going to talk about the differences and where you may want to consider maybe checking out a commercial studio, depending on your project and or maybe recording at home depending on your project. So that's what we're going to talk about. So before we get started, make sure that you like, share, and subscribe. We are now on YouTube as a video podcast. Hello, everybody. And if you're listening to this on Apple Music or Spotify, you can always check out the video on YouTube after the fact if you want to see my beautiful face, because <laughs> everyone wants to look at Uncle Dave. You guys seem to like these video podcasts more than just the audio. So we got something for everybody. You can watch it at home or you can watch it on your mobile device, or you can take it in your car and you can listen on your way to and from work. So that's what we're doing. So please make sure you like, share, subscribe. Also, if you have any other podcast show topic ideas that you'd like me to cover, go ahead and send me an email at info at homerecordingmadeeasy.com. I'll be sure to put it on the list of growing topics. So we have a new podcast for you each and every month. Also, every third episode, we also I also um, answer subscriber Q&As, questions and answers in one of our episodes. So go ahead and send any of your home relate, home studio related questions to info at homerecordingmadeeasy.com. And again, I'll make sure it gets highlighted in one of our upcoming episodes. So let's talk about the pros and cons of commercial studios and home studios when it comes to recording your music. So let's start off with the commercial studio. Got some bullet points here I'm going to read from. And I'll elaborate. So what are some of the pros? Well, the first pro about going to a good commercial studio is that oftentimes your final product will typically sound a little bit more professional, a little better, not always. We'll get into the reasons why in a minute. Then maybe doing it at home because they have a good studio. You're going to have access to top quality equipment. You're going to have access to some of the best microphones, best preamps, best compressors and EQs, maybe even a console, depending on the studio that you go to. Um, a lot of studios today are working in kind of a, a hybrid fashion where maybe they're doing a lot of their mixing and editing in the box, but they're using outboard gear to capture that sound. And then some studios have full analog consoles and you're using all analog gear to capture your recording. So that is kind of the first real pro about it is that typically 
you're going to have a product that probably sounds a little bit more professional, a little bit more high fidelity, a little bit more polished because you, they have access to gear that you don't have access to, or you don't want to spend the money on and they'll have a wide variety of gear. So in other words, they'll have multiple really good vocal microphones where maybe in your home studio, you only have one or two, but they'll have multiple to choose from. A lot of good studios have multiple amplifiers for guitar players. They'll have multiple different styles of pre amps, those kinds of things. And when you record music through high-end quality equipment, the best interfaces with the best converters and the best preamps and the best EQs and the best compressors, you're typically going to have a better sound than just plugging into your $200 interface at home. Okay. So that's reason number one. Reason number two, and just as important as commercial studios are going to have a, a space, a room, or multiple rooms that are built specifically for recording music, the acoustics. Where in a home studio, that is one of the biggest downfalls, even more so than the gear itself, is the space in which you record in. Home studios have nothing but problems when it comes to this stuff, unless you've taken like a full basement or something in your home and built it into kind of like almost like a commercial space for yourself. And that's different. But the typical home studio is in a bedroom or in a spare room or in a basement where they don't have the tall ceilings for live drums. They don't have the proper acoustics for recording. They don't have the isolation booths. They don't have the, the control room that's set up to do critical listening for mixing and mastering. Commercial studios do, right? So commercial studios will have a nice live room if you go to a good studio, which are optimized for recording things like drums or strings or guitars or what have you. They'll have really nice isolation booths for vocals and those kinds of things. So the space is a big one. That's huge. To have the right space that the room that sounds good is a real big piece of it. So that's that's uh, pro number two for or going to a commercial room. You have the right space to do the job that sounds good. Number three, that's the next pro for a commercial studio is you'll have typically a dedicated engineer to do the recording for you. So you don't have to play musician performing all your parts as well as wearing the engineering hat. You'll have the experience of an engineer that understands proper mic placement, that understands how to record and capture your performance and the best way that it can be captured, because if you get a really good capture, a really good raw recording, the final product is going to sound so much more professional than if you were to just get kind of a so-so or kind of not a very good recording or kind of an okay recording and then try to fix everything when you're mixing. That never works out well. So having that dedicated engineer to free up some of the tasks so you or someone in your band doesn't have to do all the work, both performance, musician, and engineer, because that's two different mindsets. It's, it's a very different mindset when you're the person recording the parts to, to have the, the musician's hat on, the creative hat on, and have to instantly flip to the engineering hat or try to wear both at the same time. It's very difficult. So having that, that engineer, that staff in there with you, helping you capture the sound as professionally and as good as it can is a huge pro to a commercial studio. And then the last one that I would say, going into a commercial studio has an overall killer vibe. You go to a good studio, it feels good in there. It looks good. It's a cool vibe. It's, it's conducive for being creative, right? You walk into a commercial studio 
that has a control room filled up with gear and a big console and all the lights are cool and cool decor. You feel like, wow, this is really cool. You could get impressed by it. You get more creative. You get more into the performance because I would say at least half, some would argue more of a good recording is yes, technically getting the mic placement, technically choosing the right microphones, technically going into the right space and getting all the technical stuff covered to get that good capture, that good recording. But I would say 50% of it, if not more, has to come down to the performance of the musicians, right? Can they play well? Do they feel good in the studio? Do they have the right headspace to give the best performance that's emotional and passionate and is just killer? A killer performance that's even recorded halfway decent is going to make a far better final product than something that is technically captured pristinely, but the performance feels flat because it's not a very cool studio and you don't feel inspired and you don't feel creative and you're not in the right headspace. So that's huge. So that's another pro of a commercial studio. So in quick summary, we talk about the vibe, having the dedicated engineer, having um, this, the proper space to make sure the room sounds good. And then obviously having the equipment available to you, the classic equipment that made millions of hit records that you may not have access to. So that's some of the pros, right? What are the cons to going into a commercial studio? What's the downside? Well, what do you think the first one is? It's pretty obvious, right? It could be extremely expensive, especially the good studios. You know, if you want to have the right space and you want to have the right vibe and you want to have access to the right kind of gear and then have a staff engineer in there with you for four or eight hours or however long your sessions are, costs money, costs a lot of money to run a studio, costs a lot of money to maintain the equipment, to maintain the space, to pay the staff. It costs money. Therefore, the studio rates can be very, very expensive. And now you can go to different types of commercial studios and the pricing will vary and you might be able to find something at all different budgets, points, right? However, you kind of get what you pay for. You go bottom bargain basement shopping for studio space, it's not going to be as nice of a space and if you rent it out, for example, Blackbird Studios in Nashville, which will cost you far more money, but they got one of the best studios in the world right? And there's stuff in between those two extremes, but you get what I mean. So it could be extremely expensive. Number two con for a commercial studio, because you're on, you have limited takes, you're on the clock, you pay for a session or a block of time. Therefore, you always get, you're always going to be thinking about the clock. In other words, you book a day in the studio, say six hours, eight hours, and you want to record, say a three song demo or a two song demo or whatever. You got to be ready to get in there and record. You got to get the you got to get the performances down in a couple of takes because you don't have a lot of time. And so you're under more pressure in a commercial room, especially when you're paying for it and it can get expensive, right? So unless you have unlimited amount of budget and time, which most of us don't, unless you're a, uh, you know, high flying, falutin popular band or musician, you know, and you know, where the record labels paying for your studio, um you are on the clock. And so you don't, you have limited takes, limited chances to get it right because you're on the clock. That's another con to it because time is money. Number three is that because of what I just said, you have to do a lot more preparation on the front end. Again, when you walk into a commercial studio and you're ready to record, you have to be ready to record. 
If the band's in the room playing together and you can't figure out when the second chorus comes in or how many bars the bridge is, if you're at that place when you walk into the studio, boy, oh boy, I hope you got a big budget. <laughs> you have to have a lot of stuff worked out. You have to be prepped to go. Okay. That's another con. You got to be ready to roll, ready to rock and roll as soon as you walk through the door or it's going to cost you a fortune. Again, pressure, you're on the clock. You feel like you're under pressure. That's a con. And then one of the last things I would say also is once your session's done and you're gone, you don't have access at any time to just pull your session back up again and keep on working like you do in a home studio, right? You Maybe you'll get your... Maybe you'll get your Pro Tools session or your Logic session or whatever DAW you guys are recording to or your reels of tape <laughs> if you're doing it real old school. But once you leave the studio, you're done. If you want to go back and fix something, if you come up with another creative part, you got to book more studio time. So you got to have a lot more things flushed out. You just can't go back so easily. It becomes more of a hassle to do that. So those are some of the cons of a commercial studio. Okay? So there's... There's good and good, bad points to it. Home studios. Let's talk about the pros of home studios. Everyone's got a home studio. And oh, by the way, I will say that even if you decide you want to do most of your professional recording or the real recordings in a commercial studio for everything that I just kind of talked about a few seconds ago, everyone should have a home studio on some level, even if it's the smallest home studio to write demos, to flush out ideas. You don't want to be doing that in a commercial room. So there's, you should have a home studio of some level, regardless, whether you're going to do all of your real recording, and I'll put that in air quotes for people that are not watching on YouTube, in a commercial studio, you want to be able to do a lot of the prep work, a lot of the demo work, a lot of the pre-production in a home studio. So you should have one. But the first pro is the biggest one, just like the biggest con of a commercial studio, is cost. Once you've invested in the equipment in a home studio, that's it. You don't have to pay for the room right? It's in your house. It's in your basement. It's wherever, right? It's in your garage. So it's cost effective, right? That's the first pro. That's the biggest one. Obviously you can work when you want, however long you want. It doesn't cost you anything once you made your initial investment. The next thing of a home studio that I feel is something people don't really talk about, but a big pro, and you may not see it as a pro because it's also a con too, which we'll get to in a minute, is that learning how to record audio, learning how to capture your performance, learning how to do some mixing, and even if it's some basic engineering skills, that's a skill set. It's a skill that you're learning that you will have with you for the rest of your life. And how far you want to take that is everyone's different, but you can start off just doing it as a hobby and build the skill set that you can use to turn into a business, a side business, or even a full-time career. You're learning a skill set, right, that you don't get in a commercial studio. You're not going to learn much there. You're going to be worried about recording, not worried about learning the craft of being an engineer, but you get that in a home studio. And another big pro about a home studio is that you have less pressure, right? Time is on your side. You can do what you want, when you want, however long you want. You don't have to worry about the clock is ticking and worry about the invoice being handed to you when you leave. <laughs> so that's the pros. But just like with everything, there's cons to a home studio as well, okay? The learning, number one is the learning curve. It's steep and it takes time to get good at, whether you're talking about recording, which is what we're talking about here in this episode, but also just mixing or mastering. You know, it, it astonishes me how many people, and these are typically people that are new, um, who maybe they used to record in commercial studios and since started doing stuff at home for the first time. They don't realize this is a craft. 
it takes a long time to get good at it. If you want it to be good, right? If you want it to be pro quality level or semi pro quality level, it takes time and there's a learning curve and it's steep. It can be very steep, right? And you have to be patient enough to take the time to learn that craft and to wear that engineering hat, which is way different, as I said earlier, than being a musician. It's a totally different mindset and it's a totally different skill. But just like learning how to play your instrument that took thousands and thousands and thousands of hours to get good at, it takes that amount of time to get good at engineering. It really, truly does. Now, if you're just trying to whip out a quick demo, just get a song idea down, that doesn't take very much, a whole lot of skill. Take some. But to record something at home that sounds professional as opposed to going to a commercial room, that takes time. And so you have to be willing to put the time in. That's, that's a big one, okay? The second con is that you don't then have as we said in, in the commercial studio, you don't have an engineer with you. You don't have a second set of ears. You are the musician and or the engineer. You're both, or someone in your band is. Now, can you hire an engineer to come into your home studio and to work? Yes, I guess you could do that if you could find the right person. Some people are for hire that do that. You could do that if you wanted to, I guess. That would be still gonna cost you some money, but if you really wanted to have someone to run the, the controls of the, of the computer and the recording rig while you're worried about playing, I guess you could do that as well. But generally speaking, people that record at home don't do that. And therefore, they don't have those second set of ears and eyes on the engineering hat side of things while you're, you have to do both, okay? Con number three of a home studio is it may not sound as high quality as the stuff in a commercial room because you may not have access. You don't have the same kind of gear. Now you could go out and buy a bunch of great gear, but you typically home studios don't have very expensive microphones or they have one and they don't have multiple microphones to choose from. They don't have multiple uh, hardware EQs and compressors and consoles and those things. Some home studios do, but the majority of you listening to this do not. Maybe you have a couple of pieces of mid-price gear, or maybe you even have one or two pieces of real high-end gear, but you have a limited amount of access to high-quality gear. And the gear matters on the recording side even much more so than on the mixing side. So, and then, as I said couple of seconds ago, not only you could go out and buy all the gear, right? You can make that one-time investment and you own it forever, but then you have to learn how to use it. And again, it comes back to time. What do you want to spend your time doing or what time do you have to spend learning how to use the gear? So if you don't have the same kind of quality of gear in your home studio as in the commercial studio, you may not get as good of a result. You could get good results, but it may not be as good. And then the last con of a home studio is one of the pros of a commercial room. You don't have the space, typically. Again, most home studios are built in a spare bedroom, in a basement, in a garage, and the space itself typically doesn't sound good. And even if you put up some acoustic treatment and you do some cool things in there, again, you have to invest that money to do that. But even if you do that, the rooms are never going to sound as good as a commercial room. They're just not. Why? Because commercial studios are designed with a specific purpose in mind, to record and capture music. Your home is not. And so you may not have the space 
to be able to record a live band if that's what you do, especially drums. You may live next to neighbors and stuff that don't want to hear that racket or have people in your house that don't want to hear that racket. You don't have the big tall ceilings and the nice open space to get the big drum sounds. You don't have the isolation rooms that are that are required. It doesn't mean that you can't get something that sounds good, but there's a lot more rigging and MacGyvering, if you will, to get something to sound really good. Where in a commercial room, you walk into the room, it sounds great. There's nothing to do. You just get in there and get a great performance down. Okay? So that's another one of the cons. So there are pros and cons to both. And the way I would recommend, well, which one do you choose, Dave? Well, like I said, you should have a home studio on some level regardless. Even if you're learning the absolute very basics of just recording a vocal part or recording an acoustic guitar, recording an electric guitar, even some of those basic skill sets will help you understand more when you go to a commercial room if you decide to do that. So you should have that. Now, it really depends on when would you choose one over the other? Well, here's what I would say. If you are someone who is planning to make music that is going to be commercially released, you're in a band, you're a singer-songwriter, you're trying to sell music online, you know, develop a following at your concerts or at your performances, trying to grow a fan base, and you're really trying to do it for real, you want to have the best quality recording you can. And unless you are have those skills already or are willing to spend the years that it takes to develop the engineering skills, to be able to do that, then I would say you want to go to a commercial studio, right? You want to maybe write all your demos, do all your pre-production, get yourself ready together, get you and your band together, ready to record. So when you walk in that room, you're ready to go to business and get the most out of your time at a commercial room. But that's when I would say, maybe you don't want to think about doing it at home. You want to think about going to a commercial room, right? If you're someone who is just doing this for fun, it's a passion project, you want to throw a couple of you know MP3s on your website, you want to share it with family and friends, you just want it to sound really good, it doesn't need to be at that high level, then okay, then you should do it at home. If you're willing to put some of the time in to get the skills necessary to make the recordings as good as you can make them or as good enough for you to be satisfied, then I'd say you could do it at home. If you're willing to put the time in and you don't mind wearing both hats or someone in your band doesn't mind wearing both hats. Sometimes you could do a little bit of both. I know people and I've done this before. Maybe you're in a home studio and maybe you got some engineering skills and you're like, yeah, I can record guitar because we're going to record all our electric guitars. We're not using amps anymore. We're going to use a, a Kemper or an Axe Effect. So I'm going to record direct. Same thing with my bass. I have a space in my home studio where I have a couple of microphones or maybe I rented a couple of microphones. I could find a good enough a vocalist microphone for my particular project. And you know what? I have a hardware EQ and a hardware compressor, so I have a really nice vocal chain, a nice preamp, nice compressor, nice EQ, so I get a really nice vocal chain. However, I don't have the space to do drums. So maybe I'm going to rent out a commercial room just to do the drum tracks. Some people do that. And then they'll take those files home, put them into their DAW, and then record the rest of the instruments on top of those professionally recorded drum tracks.
So there's all different ways you can do it. You don't have to choose one over the other. You can do a little bit of both. It really depends on your needs and really what you want to do and how much time and money you want to invest. So I always say to people, if you want to know which one you should choose, it really depends on your project. It depends on what your expectations are, and it depends on your budget or your band's budget if you're working with other people in the band. If you want the best and you want the best quality assuming that the musicianship is there, right? But you want the sonic best quality and you want the best capture, no matter what, then go into a commercial room will really do, do benefit for you. You'll really enjoy that. You'll have a great experience and you'll get a much better, much more high quality product. If you do your research on the studio, listen to some of the work at the studios done and you do some of your due diligence because not all studios are created equal. But if you're a really good band or a really good artist and you go record your stuff at, again, I'll use Blackbird Studios out in Nashville. Again, I'm not suggesting you need to go there. But if you went to a studio of that caliper or even close to that caliper, the recording that's going to come out of that place is going to be far better than anything that's going to come out of someone's home studio, even if you're pretty good at what you do recording, because you just don't have access to the tools, the rooms, and the gear that they have. But it depends on where your project is, what kind of scope your project has, and what how deep is your wallet? <laughs> and that's really it. So there's some pros and cons of both the commercial studio and the home studio. So I want to thank you so much for listening today and for watching on YouTube. Now, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, I want to give you something else for free. First thing you need to do if you haven't done so already is go out to homerecordingmadeeasy.com. Again, all the links will be in the show notes, description boxes, blah, blah, blah. And there's a free mixing course right on the homepage. Click on the orange button. Get your free mixing course today. It's worth about a hundred bucks. It's my gift to you just for visiting homerecordingmadeeasy.com. And if you like my style of teaching and you are someone that's into home studios and you want to get up and running in your home studio, you want to learn how to record, you want to learn how to mix, you want to learn how to master music so you can do most of this yourself. I got a ton of training especially for beginners and intermediates at homerecordingmadeeasy.com. And I want to give you a discount coupon code if you want to take one of my paid training courses. Just use the coupon code PODCAST30 at checkout. That will take 30% off any training course on my website. So thank you very much for listening today and for watching on YouTube. And by the way, if you're watching on YouTube, leave some comments below. Let me know what you think of this show. And also, by the way, make sure you give me the thumbs up and the old thanks. It's a thanks little button there right next to the like there's a thanks button if you want to help support what i do here at home recording made easy so i can continue to bring you this information absolutely in no charge any donation that you give to help me out here i do truly appreciate it i love all he is for it thank you so very much in advance and until the next podcast episode i've been dave with home recording and i will speak to you all very soon take care everybody <laughs>